Hello, all you hustling boss babes. You're listening to episode number 11 of the Not Wonder Woman podcast, how to leave your job with grace and keep your reputation intact when you move to a new job. Welcome to the Not Wonder Woman podcast. No capes, no superpowers, just hustle. Not Wonder Woman removes the myth of the ladies who quote, have it all and gives practical insight to help you, the working woman, conquer the world like the boss babes we know you are. Hi guys, welcome to the Not Wonder Woman podcast and today we are discussing how to quit your job, how to go about that without burning any bridges and how to maintain those relationships once you've left and you know getting the word out about your new job or your new venture, whatever that looks like. I feel like you can either do this really well or really badly. Mel, what do, what do you think? I have done both. I've done, <laughs> I've done really well and I've done really badly. Love, love confessions, that. confessions. Yeah. <laughs> so I think what we just, what ideally, I mean, I love sharing the fact that I've done lots of things wrong and, you know, how I could have made, done that better. So I, I, should we start off with in an ideal world? This is okay. how it should go. Should we maybe do that? In an ideal world, Mm -hmm. I think you would leave on the best terms possible Mm -hmm. because um, your job is not anymore to make an impact on that company. You're leaving for another company, so you don't need to air your dirty grievances. You don't need to spell spill it all out there. Mm -hmm. Maintaining a relationship will do you well in the future, I think, Mm -hmm. and you would leave with grace. But leaving with grace is sometimes really, really hard. Because you may have been in a bad work situation. You may not really like the people you're there with. You Mm -hmm. may have had terrible work poured on you. And I think that's ideal, but it isn't the way life is all the time. And sometimes we're quite, quite ungraceful. Mm -hmm. I actually think that in your notice period, you are still an employee. As much as you're winding down, you're still expected to be professional. You might be winding down the work. <laughs> you might not be doing as much work. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that if you can still do anything really well, it's engaging with people, like still being a decent person. Um, you know, you're, and it usually gets a bit easier when you know that you're leaving, doesn't it? Because, you know, you know that this isn't something that you're staying in ad infinitum there is an end to this uncomfortable situation you're in at the moment if that's the reason why you're leaving um so i think you can you know smile and be nice to people and talk about your leaving do <laughs> leaving drinks yes. and you know just yeah. do 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 a really good handover they're the things that will have people missing you right wishing that you didn't leave maybe it's the relationships because the world is very small you want to try and maintain those relationships and that has always been really important for me that I you know maintain those relationships it's a reputational thing in my mind you just want Mm. to give nobody an excuse to have a to reason to talk about you negatively or anything Mm -hmm. like that and so in my mind when I've left you know, some of the people I've left, I've then gone back to over the years and said, I need a reference from you. 
Yes. Or I need a, you know, somebody, I need to be able to call you. So that to me is really important mm-hmm. yes. to be able to, to maintain that relationship. Because if you're in a job and you want to leave in the next job, you have to go back to prior references. Yep. So it just, that, that graceful element, that thankful element, I think is an important one that, 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 you know, I'm sure you've spent a few years there and wherever it was, and there was good times and maybe there was bad times, but be thankful for the good times, thankful for the relationships. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of, I think, approach I wish I always had. It's not always, it's not always possible, is it? Express. It's not always possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's not always possible, but you know, we, you know, you, you, we talked about this very early on of just how to cope with a bad work situation. Yeah. And especially if you are on the way out, mm-hmm. the end is near. Yes. So be th- find the things you're thankful for there. Yep. Yeah, and, and and focus on that as you leave, because I think otherwise being bitter or being retributional mm-hmm. doesn't help you in your future. And you, re- I mean, after you leave the company, what do you care anymore? I don't mean that in a bad way. What do mm-hmm. you care about the situation? It's not you can't it's spend done. the time, money, yeah. energy. Yeah, yeah, you're you're done. You're out, and and that is for someone else to handle going forward. As much as we all like to control situations mm-hmm. and have our impact, and think about the new job, definitely, <laughs> and the thing you're moving from. But but and I think so. An attitude of gratefulness and a little bit of grace as you leave is the ideal world. What's the way it really happens, though? <laughs> so the way in which it really happens is. Um, sorry, before I get onto that, do you if you are yeah. leaving? Do you do you, you hand in your notice or so you've said that most contracts in the US are at will so they can be terminated by either party oh. without notice like without a, a notice period in theory yeah you can ask somebody to just leave you could walk in as an employer you could do it or as an employee you could just walk out say this is my last day I'm out yeah and but that is not good form I will just mm-hmm. say that it's, it's kind of culturally understood that you would typically give two weeks notice. So, and, and not more is expected of you, particularly, I mean, nobody at, at any level, at, at a very oh, high wow. level or at a very, at, at, or at a very low level, mm-hmm. you would say, I'm giving you my two weeks notice. My last day will be at And that's what you typically do. And nobody would say you're out of form in any way, if that's the way you approached it. Yeah. Just that, that is, I guess, kind of culturally what people do. And I think that says, Hey, you've got some time to hand this off and I'm going to prepare the last things you need. And and there it is. And that's, you know, they're they're not going to talk about you reputationally or anything like that. I think, I think one good point though, as you think about that, and when you talk to people is kind of how and who do you tell first that's it that's the question and that is hard and I've seen people get that right and I've seen people get it wrong I always tell my direct boss first if that is the option available to me that may not always be available like if they're on vacation for two weeks and you need to quit um you need to quit or if they're out of the office or whatever but I would I always try to make the overture to my direct boss first Mm -hmm. and then to eight and then and then I try to ask them how would you like me to let other people know because I want them to feel they're out of control at that moment when I've left or I've told them I'm leaving. And then I want them to feel like they're in control of something. So how we communicate that going forward, I try to present that back to them. How would you like this communicated Mm. to the rest of the group, to HR, to other people so that, that I kind of try to give them some, some response back. How about you? What do you think about that? I actually think that it should almost always unless you know the situation is untenable or you're not well or you can't get to the office I think it should be done in person if if you can oh yeah um because you know it's a a, you've been there a while that person 
recruited you if it's your direct line manager and I just think it's a respect thing I don't think it should necessarily unless there there is another situation um, I don't think it should be done by email Um, I think you Mm -hmm. pave the way for a better relationship if you do it in a better relationship going forward uh, to do it in person Um, and again that's it's coming back to that uncomfortable situation that you need to get comfortable with so I don't necessarily so some people like to print out the letter and I've had you know print out the letter and say I'd like to hand you my notice as they're literally handing over the the piece of paper that gives me notice (laughs) and I think that almost takes away the 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 need for them to say anything more um I don't I don't do that I just have a conversation um and say you know I'm going to be moving on and 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 hopefully that conversation then turns into we'd be sad to see you go where are you going or sometimes that can turn into we don't want you to go what do we have to do to get you to stay that kind of conversation so I think before you make the decision knowing why you're making the decision I would have in the back of my mind how I'm responding to a counter I totally and I would say listen to the prior episode on negotiations and say thank you so much Uh, I I will consider your offer (laughs) I'm gonna need to go and consider your offer thanks very much all of that understand that complete package you know (laughs) those kind of things and and and, you know the one thing I would certainly say in response to that is you're flattered I mean because that Mm -hmm. meant they liked you Mm -hmm. right that that meant they liked you they want to keep you and and I appreciate you know x y and z that you that you've offered and let me go consider that Um, that that's tempting or not if it's not tempting and you already know though for whatever reason you can say no I think Mm -hmm. you know just saying hey I've already committed to something else and I'm planning to follow through with that and um, you know I I think either either answer is an okay answer but I think you raise a good point though when you say talk to them in person I also view you want to be prepared for the question because I have gotten this more than once was a manager that said well is it me or what is, what is it, oh. what is wrong with the company? That's a hard question if you haven't thought about it. And, and it may be you hate your boss and, and, and you want to say, yeah, it's totally you jerk. And that's not, um, you know, but, but how does that serve you in the long term? Be careful, you yes. know, like, I don't yeah. know. So, so, but be prepared maybe for the why questions yeah. that they ask mm-hmm. afterwards mm-hmm. and, and be measured in that response, I mm-hmm. think, because that is about how you can grow out gracefully or go out like a burning flame there. of just like, this place is terrible and all these, you know, this is the why you have horrible offices, yeah. you have horrible managers, you know, just thinking about the answer of just... I try to make it not about the company at that point because, as I said, I'm it's leaving. Not about I'm the company. Yeah. It's not about the company when you're leaving, is it? You've it's, got a new it, it job. It is about you're, you're, me. Yeah. yeah, it's about a need I have. It's about you know those things that I hope will be fulfilled in this other role. It could be about location. It could be anything because you don't. Again, at that point, you're quitting. You don't owe them more mm-hmm. of an explanation. But but I do think caution against like totally airing all things that you hate about the company right there I just yeah I I think you know you probably did that to your partner your friends when you were making the decision to go and find another job you know you've probably you've been through the recruitment process um and you've got the job you've negotiated you've got you've signed the contract or you know you're doing all of that stuff so when you're coming to be handing in your notice um, and there may not even be an issue. So then you're just having this conversation because you found something else that's more that that's the next step or whatever else. Um, so this is not the opportunity to bash the company. It's just it's just un- yeah. unnecessary. So I think that's really that's really good advice. Just to keep it to just yeah. keep it professional. 
people. <laughs> Just keep right. it professional. The one thing that is a challenge for me is sometimes I feel an obligation to mention a situation to HR if I'm leaving, that I feel like I'm leaving my friends in a bad situation. Right. And that's hard. I don't yeah. know how always to say that. And I've probably, I, well, I, I know this. I've screwed up the way I've left before because I felt like I had an obligation to protect them or the people that had reported to me, but I was leaving and I felt like I was leaving them in a not good situation. I felt the need to say more than I probably should have. I don't know that I'm good at that yet, but it it just, I will tell you, I've had some regrets on that end of just saying, I think this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. When I was doing an exit interview Mm -hmm. and I don't think that served me well before you think that way, that mindset about it, I don't know. Think again. Think about how it may serve you long term mm-hmm. to do all those things. You've been at that company a long time. You know how they're probably going to not change. <laughs> yeah. So it's almost like you have different conversations with different group, groups of people. And I know at your seniority level, you are probably managing lots of people. And if you're if you are going, maybe the conversation is and to anybody else who's in that a similar situation is to just have a conversation with them about how they can handle a particular situation I do find that right. exit interviews and I've had discussions with people that are in HR you know what happens with the information that you get in the next interview right yes right and um, because I do feel like people use the exit interview as <laughs> let me just get everything off my chest about why I hate this company firstly you don't want to do that unless you know where that information is going and if that information is going straight to the CEO or straight to your boss or circulated around the senior managers of the company with your name on it, do not use that opportunity for that. I think you need to be tactful with what you're saying. There are these kind of issues and do like a general, this could be improved, that could be improved. So then you've given, you've given an honest answer, but you haven't thrown any particular person under the bus. You haven't slagged anybody off. You've been professional. You're still yes. you're yes. still a professional at the end of the day. However, I do think that again, it's something that comes with experience. I I would always check what happens with the. I, sometimes I feel like I'm just over lawyering everything. Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> like so, what happens with these answers where they're going? Who sees them before I answer? Uh, it's a great it's a great question because I've never I didn't even think about that. But I just thought, man, after the fact, I was like, why did I say that? What what good does that do when I kind of confess my heart on some issues? And I thought but I your heart was in the right it. place. So yeah, but, I, but I, kind of, but I also probably wanted to make myself feel good about myself of why I was a salvation for some of these people and why I'm right. worried about them in the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as you may do that, I think the way you're better served is to encourage the people that you think may be in a bad situation, ways to cope, like you just said, as opposed to airing it out in an exit interview I think I think help them be proactive and help them and as you think about it you know once you've told your line manager you know kind of how do you socialize that after the fact I will say some people kind of ask and try to stir the pot a little bit like they're like oh I know it was bad you know how do you respond to those kind of questions or do you respond to those kind of questions and do you just say look I'm really looking forward to my next opportunity that's kind of where I try to leave yeah it, but, I, I try to um, do I, and it depends who's asking me if right, it's, if it's yeah. my friend if it's a work friend if it's somebody that I get on with quite well I might have that conversation they probably have known they've probably been aware of what I'm doing anyway um but I will not just tell just anybody my exact reasons for leaving because even if you've just it's a it's the next step for you I think there's always an undertone of 
there was something not 100% right with where you are for that next step for you. So there's always something to say. There's, there's always something necessarily, like there's always something that could have been better, I think. So I would just, I would just keep my cards quite close to my chest. You're still there. And this might, might be coming back to the whole notice period thing. So typically in the UK, when you hand your notice in, unless you're in a probationary period, the, the period of time that you have to work your notice is at, at least 30 days. At least wow. when you get to, you know, a, a relatively senior level, that is three months. Wow. So, wow. you know, you can negotiate. You can negotiate to have a reduced notice period. Sometimes they want a longer one because they don't want to get rid of you or you're in the middle of a project or that you've right. got all of this knowledge in your head that they want. So I, don't, I do sometimes feel like a month in a situation that you didn't want, you may want to think about negotiating gardening leave. Or you may want to say, look, can we negotiate a shorter time period? Because both parties may not want you there. <laughs> it, it may just be easier to just get out more quickly. Um, in that situation, I think uh, it might, it may be typical. I don't know to think about wrapping it up in some sort of settlement agreement. But usually you will get paid that period of time or, or not. But it's, it's definitely up for negotiation. You don't have to work your notice because if you're somebody who's really unhappy in the job and they know that and you're there just in a notice period, just sort of not being very very complimentary yeah. you know like you know you are talking to people you are still very angry you're not productive you're not really doing anything it, it's probably in best in in both parties interest that, that you go but I think that with you guys having like a two-week notice if, if that's what you're giving sometimes you haven't had you're just focused you're still in it you're still maybe annoyed or whatever else and you you can't you haven't had time to process you haven't even had time to think oh I'm gonna miss that person Oh, I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. Miss. I am actually. You know, it takes a while for you to go. I am actually gonna miss this place. <laughs> Get there and appreciate it whilst you're leaving. So there's right. something to be said for a longer, a longer notice period. But equally, you can negotiate it down. And if you're going to a competitor, it's almost certainly that it, you will be on gardening leave. You will be at home getting cabin fever, just not doing very much. <laughs> not doing very much because you can't go and work for anybody else. And, and that's, the, that's the point. Um, it's to make your skills less, uh, not skills, sorry, your knowledge of the market. You're not taking knowledge of your in, like current employer somewhere else because by the time you get there, even in a month, it's old. So and commercially protecting commercially sensitive stuff and also making sure that you've done a proper handover. The typical amount of time is 30 days. So it's a long time to either be there angry, but it's also enough time, I think, to appreciate it because you're going to be going. <laughs> and, and also though, to leave them in a reasonably good spot, yeah. not leaving mm-hmm. things undone or at least letting them know these are the things that are undone. Somebody needs to take these yeah. on. I do think that is a reputational risk if you don't do a good handover. I yes. think that is one strong statement about do you complete the task do you finish the job you know just leave it with it can leave them with a good taste in their mouth or a really bad taste in their mouth I like to say to anybody who's doing a handover if they're leaving my team or if I'm leaving I like to put a a nice bow on things I think everybody's been in a situation whereby somebody has left and then all of a sudden I don't know if if it's fabricated or actually they weren't doing a very good job, but this person starts getting blamed for stuff, you know, like, oh, so-and-so did that. I hate that. I'm like, this person isn't here to defend themselves. Come on, guys. Like, and actually they showed no instances of being that person who was just like reckless. 
let's not scapegoat that person but you know do a full handover document it um have links to everything in the document and just try and tidy up as much as you can and just say these are the things that I've been doing and I haven't been able to hand that over to anybody so just be still aware still here still here floating around what what about any availability of yourself after the fact so when you've actually quit and you started your new job Mm -hmm. I've gotten questions in the future maybe a month into my new job, mm-hmm. of, hey, where is this stuff or is it available? Where do you remember storing this? Or I don't know, just things like that. What do you, how do you, how do you respond to that request? I, I'm usually quite helpful. If it's just like a, where is something or what do we do with X, Y, and Z? And literally a five, 10 minute answer. Yeah. Um, I haven't necessarily done that myself. I haven't picked up the phone to an ex-employee and said, oh, hey, like, can you answer this question for me? And I remember that somebody else, somewhere else that I joined, I was covering somebody who had left because they had a child and decided not to return. Mm. Somebody, my hiring manager was like, oh, you can just pick up the phone to her. I I thought to myself, I'm not picking up the phone to somebody who has just had a baby. She's got like better things to do. So as much as I will always say, you know, please feel free to call me. Um, I can answer any questions. I'm I'm not working there. So you can't can't just ask me, you know, daily things. It's if you're really stuck and it's really important, then pick up the phone. But it's not just for day to day because that's a bit much. What do you think? Do you you still? I agree. And I have asked some former employees Mm -hmm. too if they've had a good relationship. But you're right. If they've left and it's not a good relationship. I will not typically follow up with them. But if it is a good one, I will ask from time to time just kind of where you left something or what, especially in my current job, I've done that where I've reached out to the former person who was there, mainly because I've gotten to know her. She she left on very good terms. I mean, she just got a promotional offer that just was not available at the current company. And so it was just, it was good. Everybody nice, liked her. One of those rare, everybody's happy. It was like, happy. hey, way yeah. to go you. She got a big promotion and, you know, and, and she deserved it. And so all those things, and so she, even though I didn't meet her at the company, everybody talks well about her if they had a good relationship with her. And I just think that, helps when you're when that's the situation but I have made myself certainly available to former yeah partners and things like that I think that's a good way to close out any you know I'm leaving but I'm on the end of the phone or drop me an email if you need anything um I if I'm leaving I'm certainly connecting with anybody that I'm not not yet (gasps) connected with on LinkedIn Yes. And like getting out your kind of start getting out that personal information and mm-hmm. my personal email or things like that or my cell phone, especially with people you want to stay in contact with. I think that is super important because otherwise people may just drop off. They may quit that job the next week and then you have no way to find them. No way. I do think LinkedIn makes it a lot easier um, yeah. and, you know, email and stuff like that. And maintaining those relationships once you've left that you really valued is really important. I, I'm still friends with lots of people that I worked with before, before now. Like, they're some of my closest friends. Here's a question. Is it typical when you leave a job in the US to have like a leaving do? No, what does that mean? I don't even know what that means. Oh, sorry. Like leaving drinks. You mean like a little party oh okay I thought you meant do you have to pay money to the company back I don't know what I thought like a D-O we don't say do we say okay yes it is very typical to have a drink or a party or to go or like a luncheon or something like that I think it's a nice thing to do did you just say luncheon yes a luncheon. Oh my yes. God, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
something like that. I I would say that's pretty typical when you leave a company, and, yeah. and most of the time the boss does it for the person. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I don't feel like that. I don't. No, no, no. It's like it's peers here. So maybe your boss isn't even going to show up. She oh, may, wow. He or she may come for one just out of respect or we'll come yeah. and tell you if they can't make it but it's usually your friends that you're not working with and ah. uh i'm my my last the lo- i don't do leaving drinks anymore okay <laughs> i left one company sometimes on, you leave less gracefully honestly i left <laughs> i was with a really good group of friends and i got so drunk that i had to be put <laughs> in the taxi and sent home and they carried on partying without me so they carried on well, my then. leaving do and I was at home because I just got too excited, hadn't eaten anything and I can't drink for the, for the, at the best of times. So I don't do leaving drinks anymore. I That's do okay. like a leaving lunch and maybe a luncheon. Just, yeah, a yes. luncheon. Um, so yeah, I just wondered if you guys do them as well. We do. It's pretty typical. And, you know, especially if you like people and that's the way that's the way to show it. And, and, and sometimes I like to take if I'm leaving and I have a team, I certainly like to take my team out. Oh, that that's I'm nice. leaving them yeah. Yeah. as opposed to the, the party. Yay. I'm leaving or yay. I'm excited about my new adventure. It really is. Thank you team mm-hmm. for such all your effort. And, and that's a little bit of a different, I think, scenario to think about too, of, of just, you know, explaining to them, giving them the opportunity of why you're leaving, thanking them for their work. That's different than the leaving. Dude. I like that. I really like yeah. that. I just think that at the time of, leaving you can feel very there are there are lots of feelings up in the air you could be mm-hmm. at the time that you got the job like so I, su- I suppose you could maybe have made the decision that you're leaving and you can either be angry or excited that you've maybe mm-hmm. had an approach you're excited or you're angry about something that's going on at work so that's why you are then making the decision to go and start looking or you know you have been approached for a role and then you're interviewing so you're very nervous maybe and then you've got the job very exciting then you're anxious because you've got to tell your current employer and then you're working a notice period and then I feel like towards the end of the notice period you can feel quite oh like a bit sad (laughs) (laughs) it's like a roller coaster it's just like a roller coaster of emotions but it's so it it's I think it's the same thing that hits everybody but it's it can be it's it's a lot to cram into such a short period of time it's just one of those things isn't it it's major life changes in in a month or less you know it's kind of it's total life changes I've got a friend who's who's go who's in the space of a month has been working at the same company for 12 years and is now moving to another company and at the time she was she was quite angry like that was what like led to the decision to leave and then she went and got this great job and now she's in that period of time of I'm gonna miss these people like I've been here 12 years and I said listen don't forget the reasons why you wanted to leave and how great the job is it is definitely a roller coaster I changed jobs got married um and went on a honeymoon and had a husband had a major surgery in a six-month period like a major life-changing surgery and, and so in that six months, I was like interviewing, planning a wedding, getting 
ending ending a two week trial in Minnesota, which is like the middle of nowhere, and then and then and then um, you know having the receptions, doing all that, and then switching jobs, like and then and it. losing your mind at the same and time. Losing, yeah, I was, and I, and I will tell you that was my worst exit interview, and that was probably my worst negotiation for my new salary all in that time. Listen, because it's it was to be all expected. those things. You, know, you can't yeah, do everything. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. something's got to give. It was, it was just anyway. So you're right. That was like all these like life changes at one time, and and you have to give yourself some grace and space yeah. and to, to get through those. But sometimes I think less is more when it comes to what you're saying and what you're doing. At that I think point. so. Just I think I bow, just want. Yeah. I think let, if if we can wrap this up with one yeah. point. Yeah. It's when you're leaving, less is more. Yeah. Less is more. <laughs> like less less talking to HR in an exit interview, less justification and reasons why you're leaving it when you're handing in your notice, and less alcohol at the <laughs> less alcohol at your leaving do. Like less. <laughs> I love it. That now drop the mic, right? Yes. It's time for the Fast Five. No planning, five questions, real answers. Fast Five, number one, what is the worst thing about being a woman? Worst thing about being a woman is I feel like, you know, just the inequality sometimes. And that's the only thing. That's the only thing that I find about the worst thing about being a woman. Because I can deal with everything else. Because... (laughs) You know, because I'm a woman. <laughs> right. with well, yeah, else. so conversely, number two, what is the best thing about being a woman? Do you know what I find the best thing about being a woman is contrary to some of the stuff that's out there about women not supporting each other. When my experience is that is just that women rally around each other. And regardless of what's going on in your life, there is usually somebody who is willing to listen to you, take the time out for you, to empathise with you. Women empathise really well, whereas men put their fix-it hat on. You know, men are from Mars. <laughs> that kind of, they put their fix-it hat on and they say, do X, Y, and Z, and you're done. Whereas women really understand each other, I think. Somebody's been through something similar or is just willing to be an ear. I love the sisterhood. Love it. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Question number three, what always sounds like a good idea at the time, but rarely is? Uh, alcohol. <laughs> good answer. It's always Perfect. alcohol, isn't it? It's always alcohol. Never a good idea. Know your limit and stick to your limit. Do not let anybody pressure you. Good friends, great time. Just know the limits. <laughs> I love that answer. That's perfect. Okay, what? fact are you really surprised that more people don't know about you oh like what's something you say people and they're like really all the time gosh what a question that's a great like, question do they think do they maybe think like you're an introvert and you're really an extrovert or vice versa or do they think i don't know i'm making things up but like that you um always or some way that like you always do something some way and you're like no way I do it this way like that you make your bed every morning and you never make your bed here's well, the like thing that. this is the thing that people are always like and it's not even like a personal thing but when I say to people that I you know typically and I'm, I'm majorly stereotyping but when women are talking about their wardrobe or closet and they're saying I just want you know my bag my shoes you know I just want it all laid out and lovely and I say I just really want a lovely wardrobe with silk hangers for my pajamas. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. And they look at me like, 
Oh my god, what's wrong with you? And I'm deadly serious. I fully intend to have, you know, maybe a whole wall just dedicated yeah. to my pajamas so that they've got breathing space and lovely <laughs> <laughs> adequate, you know, space in there. Yeah, so totally weird. And no, they wouldn't uh, that of me. I love it. I love it. And so this is my last question. What is quite possibly the most annoying thing ever that people may do or that you like or that you see that just annoys the heck out of you? Just not being very considerate. It annoys the hell out of me. Like, just think, (laughs) stop being so selfish that it annoys me. I just think, you know, even when you're driving and somebody Ah. is trying to rush, they're rushing, they're driving like an idiot sometimes. I always think to myself, you don't know what's going on in that car. You don't know what's happening for that person. Just get out of the way. Just get out of the way. Let them go. Or, you know, just just be considerate. Be nice. When somebody's being not nice, I'm it annoys me. It really annoys me. (laughs) I love it. Those are my five. Thanks. I sound like a total weirdo after all of that. No, you're not. You can ask me any of those back. I'm ready. (laughs) Great. Okay. So Name three things in nature that you find beautiful. Oh, okay. The first one has to be water. I like water of all lakes, so oceans, lakes, that water makes me happy. Yeah. Um, very, very calming to me. I love stars are oh, incredible. Wow. Yeah, so I'm with you. Yeah. Looking up. And then I will say, I, I while I do not like to be like camping is like my least favorite thing. If you were to say I had to oh, go man, camping, that would to, be like... you have to come camping with me. <laughs> okay, well, but I could go glamping. But I glamping, do totally hiking. glamping. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. I like glamping, and I like I do like nature in the sense of I love trees. I love the smell of the forest. Mm-hmm. I think that is just cathartic. So I do enjoy that. I, I enjoy the hike side. I don't want to sleep there. Okay. But those are my three. I, I love those. Magic. Yeah, I yeah. think I think yeah. water's the same for me. I just don't like swimming in it. Uh, it, it freaks me out. Um, okay. <laughs> so um, I was going to ask you your question about what annoys you most about oh, people. Because I, I, I like it. that one. Yeah. I'm ready. Bad grammar. Go for it. What is the thing? Bad, bad grammar. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Yes. Grammar. Why didn't I say that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. There, bad there, grammar. There's, oh, there's a shirt I saw that said, I am silently correcting your grammar. Like, mm-hmm. it was hilarious to me. And I thought, that it's true. I can't, I really can't handle that. It, it, Even in text I messages, I can't stand it. I know. Please. I know. It's not hard. Your child's not it at school. You know. <laughs> but. True. <laughs> I, once, I once was talking, very recently was talking to a friend. Um, and we're relatively new friends. Our daughters are in the same class. And I corrected myself with an apostrophe. And she was so happy. She went, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was like, it was like we were kindred spirits just yes. bonding over good yeah. grammar. But it yeah, matters. It, it matters. does. It really does. It really, really does. So, um, I, I know I've asked you about your favorite book or the book that you've gifted the most. I wanted to know what is your favorite magazine? And if you are a magazine reader, because I put this on my Instagram stories, do you still buy print magazines or are you just oh, online? I mean, I like over buy. This is a confession that you're about to get right now. Go for it. Because I get like five magazines a month. You want? Like hard, hard copy <laughs> magazines. Yeah. Don't touch me. That is hilarious. That's so um, funny. 
What, yeah, so you have subscriptions or you buy them? Yes, ongoing have... subscriptions that auto-renew. This is brilliant. Also renew <laughs> annual subscriptions to five yes. different magazines. Yes. You are like my hero. <laughs> But I will say the number one one, which is not popular at all, and you have probably never heard of, is called Southern Living. And no, I have heard of it. Is, have you heard of it? It's an online magazine. It's online as well, well isn't it? Maybe I don't it know. Is, I get the it's, hard it's, time. it's really popular, and I yeah, it's great. It reminds me of town and country here. It's, yes, exactly yeah. right. I mean, it's about the southern towns, but it's also you know it just gives good restaurants, good places to stay. I mean, that's and that's where I'm from. Great you know, interior from designs. Great that's interior right. design. Like yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like plants that you can grow in the south and food that you get readily here, and you I know. That. So it's just that's that's my favorite. Some, southern living, noted. Yes. I will be on that website yeah. more now. <laughs> I'll get you a subscription. Oh my gosh, I'll be having like... Do you know what? Sometimes I get magazines and I don't read them and they're props and photos or they're like in my... You know, like I like that stack of magazines. I like getting the stack of magazines and it looks good and sometimes I might pick them up, but I don't really read... I look at the pictures. I don't really read them Mm. much anymore because I like reading online. That's brilliant. Love it. Love it. Um... Do you know your mobile phone number off by heart? Cell phone, cell phone number yeah. off by heart. Yes. What's the last? Uh, but one? I am. T- well, <laughs> three one five six is my last few last numbers, four. but I will yeah. say yeah, last four. But I will say this: um, I'm I'm kind of an I don't know if the what the right word is, but I can remember numbers really really well, right. and it's weird. Like I'll have driven past a sign that says the population of this town is X. And I'll remember it two years later. It's weird. Wow. Yeah. So that part is weird. I don't know why, but I typically do remember phone numbers yeah. um, for people and it's weird. That part's weird. I don't know. I like that. I like that you yeah. remember phone numbers. So if you're but it's, you ever stranded, like, if you're ever so stranded. The popu- yeah. It's a pop- <laughs> but the population of random towns in small town Texas, why, why does that matter? It's not been useful in my law job at all. You by the never way. know. That's just yeah. it. You never know. It could come. It could be an interview question. It could be. Could be. <laughs> um, am I number four? Is this is this question four? I think so. Yeah. What is your favorite food? I don't think I've asked you. Oh no. Um, my favorite food is probably is hands down mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes, which like, is a very I'm sure it's a very Irish potato. Huh? Like Irish? Potatoes. No, not Irish. Well, I don't think they're. I mean, they're you know potatoes like white potatoes. And- White potato, but then you boil them, and then you put butter in them, and then you put heavy cream in them, and lots of salt and pepper, and you mash them all up so they're all squishy. You put cream in your mashed potatoes. Lots of cream. Oh, my gosh. I but I now put goat milk because I can't put cream in there anymore. Oh, but I can put – you put a whole stick of butter. Like it's, real it's butter. Real Real, real butter. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fat, but a stick, like a bit, like, with a lot. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and that's – why they're amazing yeah I, what about cheese oh you don't eat cheese i can't eat well i would i mean i do eat cheese all the time it is one of my favorite foods but i just can't have cow's milk but if you so. could would you put cheese in there all the time yeah. yes i'd put cheese on everything i yeah, feel like yeah. when i come and visit you i need some mashed potatoes you like do that. you need my grandfather's mashed potatoes like it's famous it, yeah it, in my mind like he makes the best and now my dad makes those mashed potatoes and that's what the family eats it's just I love that. The way to do it. That's yeah, great. that's it. And down. the last thing that I want to ask you is, do you shop online? 
and this is for clothes and shoes mm-hmm. and things. Do you shop online or do you go into the shop and still go into the changing room? Never. I'm all online. Really? Never. Yeah, it's terrible. So do you send it's, stuff back then or you're one of yeah. You, you are, yeah? No, you, all you the actually, time. Or I sell it or I resell it. I was going to say, I don't know. I, I feel like you just order stuff and then like if you don't like, do you get around? To, I, I don't get around to sending stuff back. I hope my husband's not listening to this. No, Here, here's the thing. <laughs> Two things. One, my mother is like one size smaller than me. Right. So if it doesn't fit me, it's mm-hmm. going to my mother. Right. And then she can make choices about it. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing that is the reality for me is I live in a a high rise and they come here and they pick up and drop off everything. And so it is not a, it's not hard for me to return things. And I only buy from places that allow for either free returns or return labels or stuff like that. So I'm very conscious about where I buy from. And so if anybody is listening that has an online store, give me free returns and I will buy from you. you. (laughs) Just make it easy. Just make it easy for me. Yeah. I like that. That's it. And yeah. that was my fast five. Thank you so I much. This episode is generously sponsored by Blonde Biscotti Coffee and Biscotti Bar in the heart of Houston, Texas. They are proud to serve third wave coffee and soft baked biscotti, blondebiscotti.com. Thank you again for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to click the subscribe button on iTunes so you never miss a show. And we want to hear from you, so please feel free to send us your questions and comments to notwonderwomanpodcast at gmail.com or you can find us at our website, notwonderwoman.com. <laughs>